Hello, everybody. Today's podcast is going to be White Women Are Evil. And our guest will be Sully. So, hey. <laughs> what's going on? <clears throat> how you doing? Bro, I just woke up. I'm saying, um, how was your St. Patty's Day? It was good. <laughs> hey, great, great. A lot of drinking. Oh, okay, okay. I ain't... <clears throat> Yesterday, I just cooked, you know, cooked some steaks for the family. Um, you know how I do, be on the grill. First time I warmed up the grill this this year, so I'm looking forward to the summer. So, yeah, that's I'm going to do much more. That's what's up. So, <clears throat> tell us why uh, women are evil. <laughs> okay, okay. So, first, first and foremost, I just want to say all women are not evil. That's not what you said on my inbox. <laughs> I got, I got you. I said women are evil, but I didn't. I didn't specify if all women are evil. But most women are. I, I say about seventy-five percent of women are evil, probably hmm. more. Why is that? That's enough. That's enough. That's enough for this conversation. You know what I'm saying? For they have the argument. So, so check this, right? Mm-hmm. The reason I say the reason I say that women aren't evil is because in reality, women don't understand how how much power they have already, and they utilize their past experiences to their advantage in order to overcome uh, their love or overcome a man's uh, perspective of them or if they think a man's trying to play them. Meaning they could, they would run the same, they would run the same, I don't want to say game, but they'd run the same personality from one man to the other. They don't switch anything up. So the way I see it, they'll get hurt. Women will lay to God, they'll get hurt, and they'll automatically feel that they have to be a little bit more defensive towards anyone else they meet, which is okay to have your guard up. But some women tend to get a guy and totally neglect his possible intentions of being a good guy. So therefore, he'll catch all the heat from past relationships, and he'll just... And, and and she'll corrupt him, if that makes sense. So so basically what I'm saying is women, women are evil because they don't know how to be themselves when it's the right time to be themselves. And they'll just switch up and forget who they really are, and they become these monsters. And what they do is they'll, for instance, I'll give you a story. I'll give you a story. Um, let's see here. Okay, so check this out. Once I was I was dating this 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 female, right? <laughs> this female was um, Hispanic, and of course. <clears throat> and long story short, I I really wanted to talk to this girl. I met her I met her at the bar I worked at. Real cool, smooth smooth female. Um, and automatically we hit it off or whatever. We linked up. She was driving her truck. She she uh, wanted to go out to eat. I was like, cool. I drove to her crib. She wanted to drive her truck. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll hop in your whip. We drove her truck, and she started talking to me in her car after we had our meal. And she was nice and nice and nice. Next thing you know, she brings up something that's totally out of the fucking blue. Like, oh, my friend, you know, um, they're they're doing this little this little thing where they uh, it's uh, they was trying to flip money. Long story short, they was trying to flip money. Um, and she gave me the impression that she was basically, I got suckered. So basically, um, she gave me the impression that she was good people and this friend of hers knew how to flip money. So she said, I'm going to do it, you know, and she showed me pictures. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I wasn't buying it, you know, right away. And she ended up saying that she did it and she's waiting to get her money back or whatever. And then she's like, are you interested and I was like, I guess I'll try it out. You know what I'm saying? Once you get your money back. You got scammed? Said, oh. Yeah, she scammed me. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> exactly. But still, see, this is the thing. This is the thing. Um, one second. So basically, long story short, I ended up giving her the money. And she stopped talking to me. She stopped talking to me, but I live in the neighborhood. I live in a, I live in an area 
where I'm gonna see you again. Like you, I'm gonna you have to you have to run into me, especially like where I work, and everybody knew me. So I told her automatically. I was like, I didn't get to tell her, but once I saw that my money was gone, right? Once I saw that my money was gone, <clears throat> I automatically told her. I was like, uh, I texted her. She wasn't. She was answering her phone, calling. She wasn't calling. She wasn't calling me back. I was like, all right, cool. I see what's going. She blocked me. So one day, her dumbass comes back to my club. I don't know what she thought. She thought I probably just quit or something. I don't know. But she runs into me, and I give her this look. And she gives me a look like, oh, I don't know who you are. I was like, bitch, you know who I am. You know what I'm saying? That's the look I gave her. So I approached her, and I talked to her. I was like, yo, what's up with the with the bread, you know? What's going on with the money? And then she's like, oh, they they ended up taking the money, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I noticed she gave the money to... The individuals on the inside because I, I drove her there to to do so it was like a church or something that was the most messed up part about it. it was like some type of meeting or something and she was like um she took the money inside and i already know they like divvy the money up but amongst the the, the staff or whatever you know what i mean yeah so I- long story short long story short i was like you know this is crazy you know what i'm saying that you do something like that so boom that's out of the window oh, and but i got questions hold up pause yeah. How many dates or how many times do you see her prior to giving her money? Oh, I've seen her probably like, I've seen her for like a good solid month. Okay, so like we four talking. weeks. Yeah, a good solid four weeks. Okay. In what right mind in four weeks do you think that it's a good idea to give money to a female that one, you're not in a relationship with? You know that when did she bring it up? Like two, the first day, three weeks after talking to you? She, when she was talking about this a thing, like maybe it was a buildup. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she brought up different scenarios or different things. Because I was really into like knowing what she did for a living. I was really into like just figuring it out as, as, a, as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you got kids. What do you do for, you know... Um, for a living, you know, what's your profession? And then she slowly had brought that up over time. She was like, oh, you know, I do this, this, this. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, she's like, my friend that works with me, <clears throat> we're good friends. I've known her for, for a while now. Um, and, you know, she's like, she's got this, this side hustle or extra thing that she does on the side, and it makes her money. Okay, I'm so like, that was cool. her, her side job. Wouldn't you think that you was a victim on her side job that she actually pick you out out of a whole entire crowd and so that maybe I can work him just like I work any other victims. Exactly what she did. Um, she probably saw me as, as a target or I don't know. Um, she probably saw me as cause I, and that's another thing when I say women are toxic um, is because they'll look at you and automatically label you as, as a man or, or what type of man they think you are based off your look. Oh no, she got uh, she got the right man. You're a fool. <laughs> Whatever. No. Yeah, you're no, a fool. Not. You fell for that com- like I did, directly. I did you did. You gave her the money. It took me some time, but I, it, her end result is what she got, is what she wants. Exactly you know? so my point. She, yeah, of course. Like, so think about the it. The way, you don't, the way I see it is some females are trained on this side hustle by their pimp. And they know what to say, how to work the person, and get exactly what they want. I bet you not once you was you intimate with her. Yeah, I was. And she still play you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I was definitely... Uh, we, we got to a level. Um, so you basically right, pay for sex? <laughs> So you basically but, pay for sex. I like it. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, it's it's terrible. That was that was some, some expensive punani, if you would say. <laughs> but yeah, it was like it was like she got me for like a thousand dollars, you know. Damn. A rack, you know. Um, so, <laughs> stupid oh my gosh <laughs> but, but still like I was young at that time I was I was young you know what I'm saying I was super young and you know I, my dumb ass like 
don't know what I don't know what was wrong with me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd get corrupted by a female, and I didn't even give a fuck. Like I'd be like, okay, you know what? And then after I I, I linked up with her again, after I met her again, I still ended up, you know, um, linking up with her again, and <laughs> and we got intimate again. We ended up getting intimate again, but I didn't give her no money this time. But still, like. I did that, and then I never talked to her again. So, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that we made amends. I believe in, you know, making amends with any negative uh, negativity or, or anything of any breakups. I try to fucking have closure always. Like, I don't want to ever run up on nobody and and feel like I owe them some type of apology or they owe me some type of apology. Like, I let them know right away, hey, we're going to crush this shit. We're going to debt it, and we're going to move on with our life. You know what I mean? I don't hold it over your head, regardless of of your, your situation. You know what I mean? And on top of that, I will say this, too. Women, I say they're toxic, but they it's a it's a, a, a phase. You know what I'm saying? Like What do you call you toxic? Not- what is toxic for you? Oh, a toxic woman is a woman that has no remorse for what she does to a man if it's going to hurt him and she knows it's going to hurt him so basically um if you seeing a guy obviously you cheat on him that and but you don't care you don't care you know and he catches you and you just don't want to bring it up you don't want to talk about it. that's toxic um stealing um deciding that you don't want to talk to somebody no more and just fucking cold turkey stop talking to him that's toxic but males do uh, that too. Huh? Yeah, men do that. Women are women and men are toxic in different in different variables. They both are toxic in their own ways. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that women don't deserve to be toxic because they've probably been hurt before. So it it has turned them into these cold bitches. <laughs> you know, and it's and it's perfectly fine because I feel like it's a stage. You know what I'm saying? And once you once you get over that stage in your life, you become that woman that you want to become. But yeah, every woman will someday in their life be a cold bitch, and it's okay. It's it's just their personality for for probably like two or three years because of the bullshit they've been through with guys, you know. And they're learning their lesson, and they just want to get that, you know, they want to avenge themselves and their and their emotions that they had to waste on trash. So now they're gonna treat some guys like trash, so they can feel feel like you know, like they've learned their lesson. That's the way of showing themselves that oh I learned, you know. This will never happen to me again. I'll do it to him before he gets to do it to me. I mean you uh, know? I don't know. I'm not toxic. You're not toxic? No. You don't think you don't think you're toxic? Not at all. Uh, you sure? Positive. You Let's... don't have any you don't have you don't have any stories in no. which you had to to, to to break a guy's heart and, and you got the last laugh. No, because I don't do things to get revenge or vengeance out of anything. Okay, so you, so you're the the other twenty five percent, right? I don't put 25. me I don't put me in any pool. I feel like if I talk to a guy, I'd be like, yo, right. what it, what are you looking for? If you tell me and you're honest with me that hey, I just want a friend with benefits I'm okay with right. that. And I decide whether I want to participate on that friendship or not. You don't got to okay. sell me a picture of this is what I see us. No. Your intentions at the end of the day will talk louder than words. So that being said, don't tell me that you want a relationship with me when your actions dims otherwise. So I'm not buying your act. I'm going with the flow because I choose to have a friend with benefits. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I get it. I'll buy it till I feel like I want to keep messing with you. But once I'm done, I'm done. I don't care. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, so that's a few toxic traits, I'd say, the women. But like I said, it's a phase over time. And I I don't double text. And if I do... I'd be like, all right, I'm losing interest. If I call you and you don't answer, don't expect me to blow your phone up. I'm not going to do that because I don't care. But, yeah, I I honestly don't don't care. Um, 
I am honestly afraid of commitment. So I I put the rules up front. Hell, I'm the type of female that I'll give you the condom. I actually was talking to a guy and um I gave him the condom and he was like, Hell, I'm not used to females doing this. I was like, Well, I love myself more than I love anybody else. So and self respect anyways. So that makes sense. And that's that's another thing, Laura. A lot of females need to learn to love themselves more. Um that that gets back into the whole, you know, percentage uh rule as far as like if you're getting a relationship, how much bullshit are you bringing to the relationship or how much of um how much insecurity do you have and how much self-love do you have because a lot of people get in relationships and they expect so much um uh, from from the other uh significant other and that's um, kind of i feel like that's stupid to be honest one you can't get in a relationship if you have no self-love that's one no one can love you if you don't love yourself two you can't expect someone else to do something if you can't handle that on your own either. Like, I wouldn't expect the man for, let me, um, oh, he got a house, that's my house. No, I need to do my own things in order to know that if I, this doesn't work out, I can handle it on my own. And that's like a self-ambition um, or goal that every female should have, but to it's your own. It's true. It's true. I totally, I totally agree with you. Agree with you on that aspect. Um, yeah, so but I've had a lot of crazy experiences, as as I'm pretty sure you know or you witnessed <laughs> from our past, you know, um, career that we were in together. And, you know, so um, I always came. What's the worst uh, experience you had with a female? Ooh, the worst experience. Make, okay. me, make uh, me laugh. <laughs> all right. So, so this is the thing, right? Um, once again, I was in New York at the time. I was probably 21. And I just got back uh, from Afghanistan. Um, so I had a little money in my pocket or whatever. And me and my friends decided to go to the mall. So I ended up going to this mall. We went, you know, shopping, Nike store for shoes. And I was looking for an outfit. And I was trying on some shirts. My friends clowned at me. They're like, oh, man, that shit looked terrible on you. Oh, you didn't take that shit off. That's just... Is that purple? You know, I thought I was really, I love the color purple. And this girl was in the back. She's like, oh, I think you look good in that shirt. You know, I was like, oh, thanks. You know, so I said, I guess I'm going to get it then. You know, I take it off and then I try on another shirt. And then she's like, she complimented me again. She's like, oh, I really like, like that one on you. That looks really nice. And me, I'm a dumbass. Like, I didn't pick up. I'm 21 at the time. I, I wasn't really, you know, like dating as much as I should probably should have been my friends like yo sully like are you are you dumb like i was like what what's up <laughs> bro she's she's literally flirting with you you know what I'm saying you don't you don't fucking see that i was like no i, I didn't i didn't see it you know so <laughs> so then she's she started it's like bro go talk to her and she's she was cute she was cute she was a uh, dominican and she had i think two or three kids with her and she had some more kids. I'm like, who? I was, I was like, hey, how you doing? She's like, oh, she, you know, told me her name and stuff like that. And she's like, I was like, oh, these are, these are babysitting two of these and two of these are mine. I was like, oh, cool. So I ended up, you know, exchanging info. I started, and this is when I knew you. You know what I'm saying? I think, uh, yeah, this is when I, I knew you all. So I was literally, um, oh, no, I'm tripping. I, I didn't know you at the time. No. That was prior it was prior this was prior so um i forgot i keep forgetting because you went to new york like way after something but uh i ended up dating this girl and she turns out to be like really like clingy like mm -hmm. i didn't want me to go nowhere or anything so i'm like damn all right so i hear her say where are you at i was like oh i'm i'm going out with my friends like what friends are you going out with and uh, you're supposed to come here. She lived an hour away from me, so I'd have to drive all the way. Syracuse? Syracuse, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, man. Um, so, and mind you, I'm 21 or 20, and this girl was 35. 35. Mm. So she's like 15 years older than me. Mm -hmm. And beautiful, though. And 
um, we ended up getting into a fight one night because I didn't want to drive that drive. I was like, yo, it's a long drive. Especially in she the winter. Went, yeah, in New York, it's, and it was the winter time. Like, it was raining and stuff like that. Like, you don't care a fuck about my safety at this point. You know, I'm thinking to myself, think about yourself. So we got into a little fight, and I ended up bringing her to visit one 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 weekend. I brought her down to where I, I stay from Syracuse, and we went out, introduced her to all my friends. Of course, all my friends were, were females, but they were, you know, uh, they were in relationships together. So um, they, they were studs or whatever. So... Fems and studs just dating, and all my my female friends were in a relationship with each other. So I introduced them to her. They did not like her. She didn't like them. It was just bad. You her vibes so probably was off. Her vibes were off. And then once I took her back, my homegirl um, at, the, at the time she was like, "Sully, I don't like that bitch." And I was like, "Why? What's wrong?" Somebody write about her. I was like, "Okay." So she always have you come in to see her, blah, blah, blah. Like, um, you know, it's, it's my girl, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, well, be careful. That's all I'm saying. She's a lot older than you, you know. I'm like, cool. So one day, I guess I don't, she expected me, she knew I had a four day weekend. I was like, cool, I'm going to come up if I can, if I get a chance. It's raining. It was Veterans, Veterans Day, like November time frame, I think. So I ended up, going out with my friends to eat breakfast. She calls me. My friend said, you better not pick up that phone. We had we had breakfast together, all of us. It was, yeah, a couple guys to it. And she's like, is that her? I was like, yeah. She's like, give me the phone. And, uh, cause I had already told him that, you know, she had upset me. She, my friend answers the phone. And she's like, hello, is Andre there? And then my friend says, oh, he busy right now. And she just hangs up. <laughs> so at this point, she blows my phone up, texting me, texting me, texting me. I don't text her. She and then my friends right. She was, was like, you know what, Sully, fuck that bitch. Don't talk to her no more. I'm gonna tell her off right now. So they call her. And she's telling everything because I, I was sharing everything with my friends, and my friends were older than me. They're like 25, 26. So I told them the story, and I was like, man, she always have you, uh, you know going an hour away every weekend she don't appreciate that and she got kids you you're there for her kids you, you know they like you you take them out and stuff you're 20 years old dude you're not cut out for that right now you know what i'm saying and i just told her and they was talking bad about her and stuff like that to her face and then it was like all right so you don't have to worry about her no more mind you they did not know so i brought it up too late i was like yo you know i got like a lot of shit at her house, right? <laughs> and it was like, what do you got? What you mean? What you, Sully, what, what you got at her house? I was like, man, I got my laptop at her house. I got my, uh, my, uh, I had like, uh, one of those tetrabytes that you put movies on. Yeah. I had, I had one of those that are created with like thousands of movies and pictures and shit. I had, uh, clothes at her house. And I was like, fuck, dude, why didn't you, why didn't you say anything about that? You know, I was like, I totally forgot. So I call her, I text her, I was like, yo, she's like, before I even get to the point, she's like, I just threw all your shit out of my window. Mind you, she was on like the second story, the second floor or whatever, in this fucking apartment complex or something like that. She threw all my shit out in the street and she sent me a picture of it and all my clothes and shit were out on the road. And she threw my laptop out of the fucking window. And yeah, so I was highly, obviously I was highly heated on that situation I was like this is crazy See, I don't understand why females do that <clears throat> when you didn't pay for it I didn't pay for what like she oh, didn't pay what? yeah like I don't understand why females no. want to do all that chaotic stupid stuff she threw my uh, my laptop out of the fucking window <laughs> threw my server and mind you when she was throwing my shit when she threw my shit out she like sent me a picture of it like out in the fucking street it was wet outside like it was raining snowing i'm like oh my shit's gonna be ruined you know and it's gonna cars are coming all through i was like how could you do this you mother you know what i'm saying i'm flipping shit at this point so i never talked to her again of that that's probably one of the craziest stories that i, that I have actually i thought it could i thought you was gonna say germany but 
Germany? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's a crazy story, too. That's probably crazier for you. You want me to tell that one? Yeah, you good. Go ahead. I'll tell it real quick. I'll tell it real quick. So, um, this is kind of a, a two-sided story, but I was in Germany. Um, we were out in the field. And we were new to Germany. Like, we were just chilling, stuff like that. I wasn't uh, seeing anybody at the time. But some things transpired in which kind of upset me in my personal life. So I ended up going out one day with some friends. We went to this... um, We went to this... The Red Light District? No. We went to this this hip-hop... I mean, not just hip-hop, but this... uh, um, this Hispanic like heritage month like party, right? Mm-hmm. And um I was with two of my friends. I was with uh Rod and uh who else it was Rod. Uh geez, I forgot his friend's name. Is Gutierrez or something like that, or Gonzalez or something. It was like three of us, right? We were it was an outside event. We chilling, we chilling, we're dancing, and next thing you know, this female comes up to me, and she's she's about five four, beautiful. She was Italian. Tells me her name, stuff, start dancing. Um, we hit it off, everything smooth. I started talking to her, started dating her, and mind you, I was in like a separation at the time. <laughs> okay, we'll right. go with that. So I, I I literally was about to, you know get a divorce or whatever but i hadn't broke the news yet to you know yeah my, my wife. Uh, so we were still legally um married um but you know we were separated in my in my terms so <laughs> i was <laughs> i was talking to this girl i was talking to this girl and one day i just i just got fed up and i was like man i really i started feeling bad about um the situation back at home when I was going through. So I was like, I don't want to talk to nobody, right? So like, you know what? You know, I told her one night she sees me out. I was like, yo, I don't want to see nobody. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go home with you or anything like that. She was like, you don't want to go home? So she flipped out. She was like, why don't you got, you got another girl you go home to? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I just, I'm just going through it right now. I don't I want to chill with my friends. I'm going to go back and I'm going to chill. And I was like, I was like, uh, I don't want to talk to nobody. She got highly upset. She starts to cry and she throws this big fit. And my friends end up going with her friends. They text me, man, why do you want to go home with a little girl? Like, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. I said, bro, I really just need some time to myself. You know what I'm saying? So the night goes on and, and she knew my situation and stuff like that as far as me have being in a relationship. Okay, was you honest up front with her? Yeah, yeah. She knew everything. Okay. So this is going to lead to to the end of the story. So I I end up going um, home or whatever or what have you. I go to sleep and long story short, but uh, long, story, long story short, I, end, I ended up uh, waking up to a text message on my phone from her. And the text message read, I'm done with you. Uh, I don't want to see you anymore. Um, I know you was at some other girl's house last night. Um, Don't mind about, you know, don't even worry about your situation. I fixed it for you. I texted your wife and I told her everything about us. And I'm like, Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, she said, I texted your wife. I I went on her Facebook and I left her a nice little message about us. And um, so now you both can, you know, know, like shit in your own shit, basically, is what she said. So, Did your wife ever reply to that? uh, I guess so. I don't know, because we were going through it. I I don't know, but but this is the thing. My uh, my wife at the time, she was going through some things. Uh, she was in school, and whatever was going on, I was I was gonna 
confront her about it after she was done with school. So I didn't want to like, I don't want to corrupt her, her success, or I don't want to get in the way of her, you know, right, right. graduating. So I was like, you know, I got it. We're probably going to be over. So I'm just going to wait till, you know, she's done with school and then I'll, I'll break it to her. You know, this bitch had jumped the gun for me. Like she loaded my gun and fucking shot it for me, but she shot it in the wrong direction. Like, I'm like, that's not how things were supposed to go down. I was going to handle this a very civilized way. You know how I do it. Like, I don't like conversation. I don't like, you know, problems. That was a very smooth way to do this shit. And she ruined it. She ruined my opportunity. So now it looked like she made it look like I cheated first. You know, she made it look like she basically gave the upper hand for the divorce situation to go for the other side. And so what you was under the impression that your wife was cheating on you. That's why you. okay. And then by her, this dumb bitch doing that, she kind of ruined everything for you. Yeah. So how do you handle that after she did all of that? Like, do you spoke to this female or you just blocked her? I spoke to her again because, like I told you, I, I had to confront her about what she did. I asked her why she did it, and you know, it doesn't. It, I wasn't in a relationship with her, so why did she go through the motions of of doing so much when she could have just, you know, it was just I just didn't want to go home with you for a night. You could have let me slap it, slip, sleep it off, or whatever, and then talk to me the next day like a civilized person. But you had to go and get revenge on me for what? Don't don't you, you know feel like you? based out of, like, the two stories that you always pick, insecure females? I pick something. I don't know what it is. I mean, she was definitely... But she was... This is the thing. Once again, she was 36, 37 years old. And I was, at this time, I'm 25. Yeah, these older women are just fucking... No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, the traits or females that you go for based out of the stories sounds like they're insecure females yeah but yeah true but you know the type of females that i like i know I, I understand the the physical appearance i understand that but one thing doesn't have to do anything with the emotional state of mind of uh, a person of course of course i totally agree with you on and that, those are things that that, that we have to pick in like okay this doesn't check the box but i feel sometimes that we are naive and we see all the red flags and we still go with that. Is that what you think you did? You saw all the red yeah, flags because, and you still pursue it. I would say so because uh not necessarily the red flags. It's just that what I'm used to when it comes to a, a specific uh situation, I guess. So uh, in my, in my, for for me to speak on my behalf in picking women like back men. I thought I was picking women um, for the right reasons um, because they were older, they they, they looked good, or they got their. I thought they had their shit together, um, but I thought that was like what I what I wanted. But in all reality, the reason these women were were like late in their lives and still single should have been a red flag for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think um, that should have been a red flag. I honestly. I'm very picky with a lot of things that I do. And I choose to be single, not because I want to. Do I have choices? Yes. But I know what I bring to the table. I know that what I'm, the traits that I want a man to have is not like something that I'm willing to negotiate. Say that again. So you're not going to sell yourself short, basically. No, I'm not. I, I feel like I, I accomplish a lot and I have a lot of things going on good for me that why will I sell myself short for someone that doesn't have goals and ambitions to do better for himself? And I'm not saying that he needs to have a status or something. No, I I, I want to be with a guy that has ambition and goals to do things for himself that doesn't have to do anything with me because I can provide for myself. I feel like once you get with a person, you join forces and that's how y'all both become better and hit next targets in life. I feel you. I feel you. I definitely, 
I definitely agree with you on that. Um, and that's the thing, like I said, I said before, um, I thought when I was picking these women, like I thought them being older, uh, having their, their, you know, their life going through a certain direction and they choose me, you know, or I choose them. Mostly in, the, in those aspects of, of like, I didn't, I wasn't really choosing these, these, these women. Like I was okay with being in a relationship with them because I was attracted to them, but I didn't know why I was attracted to them. Like obviously the first thing, the first attraction to a man is probably, oh, I, you know, I like the way she, she looks at me or, you know, I'm attracted to the way she looks. Then you find out why, you know, the, you find out why the, um, the reasons that you're attracted to that person are because of other things. So now that you're 31 and you been through a lot and have grown from, from a lot of things that you encounter in the past, if you were to pick out your ideal female, what are some traits that you're looking in that person? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Uh, some traits. First, first trait, as you have already kind of uh, hit on, is uh, I want a woman that is uh, confident in herself, and she has very, very, very low insecurities, meaning that she she's comfortable in her own skin, she's comfortable with the way she looks, and she's confident. Um, Self love is already there. She loves herself more than anything. And she doesn't expect me to love her more than she already loves herself, right? Even though that's the thing about... So here's the thing about um, the perspective of how women think men think about them. This is how I see a woman, uh, how she should uh, think or ask questions, right? So the first thing is, is there specific things that I know that I could do for you or... I could bring to the table. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Just be yourself. You don't have to bring anything to the table. Just be yourself and things will transpire from that. You know, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to ask me for things. As a man, I should already want to do things for you. So if it already comes out of you asking me, like, no, you didn't even give me opportunities to show, you know, my traits and why you possibly like me more than what you see me for. Um, so I just want you to be, you know, secure within yourself, self-love. Um, I don't care about your job or your money. I don't. I don't care about your age as long as you're legal, of course. Um, and that's pretty much it. So what's yeah, the, what would be the oldest that you would date? I'm 31, so I'll probably do like, I'm okay with anyone 10 years older than me. <laughs> Yeah, Any, anyone that's like 10, 10 years older, yeah, I'm okay with it. Really? Yeah. It's the I sex. I always been that way. Huh? Is the sex the same? Uh, You mean like as far as young to old or younger to older? Like if, if you compare uh in age, okay. the two females. Older is always better. Older See, is always better. They, they just... Because on the real, I'm gonna be honest See, with you. It's like I don't, I don't think older. I can. I don't think I yeah. can. Huh? I can't. I can't do it, bro. You can't go older. No, mm, I got my limits. What's your limits? Maybe four to five years older than me. Uh, if you if you don't mind me asking, what, what's your age? Thirty-one. Okay, so you'll do thirty-six. Or 37 at the bare minimum. You there, too. You right there. A lot of men, like... No, that's not 10 years. Might as well and, be. And someone's physical appearance has to do a lot with that, too. True. That's, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. You got to be bad. Like, if you're going to be, like, I'm getting you and you're 41 or 42, you have to be, like... I got to see that you've taken a lot of care throughout the years. I can tell how, how you treat yourself, your body and stuff. And that will let me know how much you really love yourself. If you're like in your forties and you're beautiful and you're still going to the gym, like, hell yeah, this is an okay. ideal. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> have you watched, 
Have you watched Tulsa King? Have I watched what? Tulsa King. No. Okay. So there's a scene and he's like, um, I, I believe he said he was like 60 something. Oh, wow. And she's like maybe on her late 40s or something like that. I'm, I'm just going to go with that. So eventually they go from the bar and they go to the hotel room and they in, end up being intimate. And um, okay. they finish having sex. <laughs> and he tells her his age. Well, he's 60, right? He was 65 at the time on that, on that, on that episode. So he didn't. He don't look it, right? Uh, he would look maybe that he was on his fifties. My point okay. is, her reaction. It would. It would have been my reaction, but a little like, like what? Yeah. And I. I don't think I can. I think about saggy balls and all. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Do it. Wow. But I can't. I I get you. I mean, but it, it's different. It's different for a man and a woman. You know, you got our perspectives of each other are different as we get older. I'd say, uh, people say women have a time clock for so long, but when you're able to maintain and prove us wrong, I think that's very you know attractive. But I think males and, have a time clock too. Oh yeah, for sure. But this the thing: as long as a man in this world, day and age, this world, I'm not necessarily saying saying you or any of people that you know but a lot of people just want a man that's that's uh established no that's boring i mean i i wouldn't mind being with a guy who's established and has a lot of things going for himself yeah. um it, but i don't look for that okay so so what do you look for i look one you gotta be my type not, not short dudes. Not short dudes. So as long as he, what's short to you? My height is short. Which I'm five six. Five five. And I, okay. I'm okay dating or talking to a good dude that's like five ten and up. Okay, so five ten and up. Okay, that's not bad. And yeah, it's not bad. Five ten and up is pretty good. Now I don't like white guys because they look like salamanders. <laughs> the disrespect oh my god <laughs> because you Shit. can see through that you can see their veins and everything no i can't <laughs> all right all right and we're gonna get into that right now so <laughs> and um but who has who is goal-oriented and is ambition to do better in life or has goals Mm-hmm. Uh, funny. Um, not a square person. And when I say that, I have been in dates where the person hasn't traveled, and is is like their mentality with someone who travels is completely different. Right. And has learned from different cultures, and it's completely different. I don't like square people, but when it comes to a lot of things. <laughs> And All right. Define square for me, so 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 the men out there understand. Okay. What, uh, um, I I just feel like their intellect and a lot of things is like narrowed to the only things they have seen or leave through or encounter. Like, if I were if I when I travel, I talk to different people that actually travel a lot, and their perspectives on a lot of things is completely different from someone who has just been local to one area. Their entire life. Okay, I definitely agree with you with that. Like, uh, I always say, and this is this is this is a big factor for me too. Like, please don't be that person that's never been nowhere or not trying to see the world and think that wherever you're at, that's all to the world. That's like the most craziest thing, you know. Um, like, I tell people all the time, even here in California, if I meet somewhere, I'm like, yo. You know, when's the last time you've been out of the country? Oh, I've never been out of the country. Okay, you need to go get your passport. That needs to be your next task. You need to get that, like, ASAP. You should have had it yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason for you to want to go on a trip, and your only options are Florida and Las Vegas. Miami and Las Vegas, like, that ain't no trip. That's, that's just, you know what I'm saying? That's that's not a vacation. It's just a, uh, some getting away time. I am, you know um, 
dudes that um when they do travel all they do is party yeah check on the box you did that but do you actually get anything from the country like do you go and see sightseeing learn something that expands your horizons for you to like maybe take this and if you have a business oh well they did this this is how they did it maybe i can implement this and make my my circle or on how i with whatever i got planned on to do better and develop better i don't know um what makes sense though i need somebody that's gonna that's willing to grow you know culturally like be culturally inclined with the, the different, you know, aspects of the world, because you can't really make decisions if you haven't been out of the country. You can't really like make like real life decisions unless you've seen the way other people live. You see America, you think that's that's it. But I've been I've been to enough countries where I know there's more to life than just this, and that's what really helps me grow as a man. Uh, I'm still growing. I'm, I plan to grow as long as God allows me to, but. In my eyes, it has helped me a lot to see the way other people live. It has inspired me being in the Middle East, you know, saying that, hey, man, success out here. All you got to do is grind, literally a grind. Like, there's so many people there, like, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of hard work for people in America, too. Don't get me wrong, but they've been places. They have been places, and this is why they're so successful, and this is why they understand. Don't get caught up in the American dream, you know what I'm saying? Because um, life... Is more to it than just a dream. You can you could live out your dreams, you know. Um, yeah. So as a man, that's it's just my mentality, and I gotta have someone to match that mentality, knowing that oh, we can go to Cabo, we can go to Bali, we can go to Ibiza, we can go anywhere in the world just to relax and embrace that culture and come back and take something from it, not just a trip, but. Oh, I got a new business uh, tip off of what I saw in, you know, in this country when I went, you know what I'm saying? And then we come together and we try to establish something together and change things around our, uh, our surroundings. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. That's what I'm talking about. But I got, I, I got I a question for you. Uh-huh. I don't know if you, uh, uh, you, you, you read a lot of books or are you into audibles or just podcasts or what? Uh, it depends on certain things i do read surprisingly um not a lot it has to be like a intriguing book for me that will like brain fuck me like oh wow that's actually interesting um but i'll say i'm more into documentaries lately um podcasts not all of them um but why okay now, I was going to ask you uh, what kind of inspired you for this, to do this podcast. Like, um, it's very uh, informational and it's, it's, it's very, uh, you know, um, outgoing and it's welcoming and it's warm and entertaining. So, I was just going to see what, you know, inspires you to, to, to start this project. Honestly, I'm not into sensitive people and I'm tired of people filtering themselves in order to be able to say or express how they feel. I feel that in today's culture, if you say something and I don't agree with it, I will cancel you or you, it's just, it's nonsense to me. And the concept of the podcast is no video cameras because once you turn a video camera on, people tend to filter themselves and shelter themselves and not explain or exactly say how they feel about a lot of things. That's true. That's true. So it's kind of a comforting thing for people to kind of break out of that shell. I feel um, like people should be able to say exactly how they feel. And if it's okay to be hurt, if you don't, or, uh, if you don't agree with certain things, I, I feel like that's okay, but that's where you communicate and, and both of y'all can understand where people come from and take from that, not take less from it. Just because I don't have the same perspective on a lot of things that I probably don't share with you. Right. I get you on that. I totally get you on that. Um, I agree. Um, yeah, you, you were about to ask me a question, I think, and I, before I interrupted you. I forgot, bro. Um, but my my, I think the the one question that I do have for you, um, what's the, what's a big no no go? Obviously, for instance, I don't like flashy guys 
uh, try to be like, yeah, I got all of this and I do all of this. Don't like that. Feel like less is more than you showing me everything that you have. I didn't ask for a, a bank account or a summary of whatever you did or accomplished. I feel like little by little, you get to know a lot of things about that person. What's a big no-no for you? It's like a turnoff. Uh, big no-no for me. Um, someone is just that doesn't like observe before they they talk. Someone is just loud. Um, it's probably like one of my my biggest uh turnoffs for 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 a woman. Someone that just feels like she has no room for growth or no room to learn. Think that she knows everything. Um. Yeah, that's probably probably my biggest my biggest pet for me. Like she always got the answer to something and not giving anyone the time of day uh, to have an opinion or you know, like your way's the only way. Like nah. There's plenty of ways to learn out here, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I know you're you shifted careers and all of this. What's um what's your what's your next plan? I know you have done a couple of shows on Netflix. So what's the next short show or participation that you might be doing? Oh, I got some things in the works <clears throat> right now, actually. Um, I'm just uh, currently reaching out to a, a lot of other different uh, talent agents right now. I, I met a friend of a friend, and they they have a few strings, so I'm just trying to see uh, what possibilities can come from that. So I kind of... Uh, audition for an agency lately i'm just waiting to hear back in a couple of weeks um besides that i got another project i'm working on uh this app um i got a patent and copyright it so that's uh, another thing i'm working on i'm in school of course um for theater um i've been in school for maybe like a year and a half now i should graduate uh, ne next spring and besides that um I got a lot of other, I've, I told you my other plans and stuff like that, but for now, like my biggest plan for this year, and I'm going to say it here on this podcast, is to be in a big movie, a well-known movie, before the end of the year, and I want people to see me in theaters. That's that's the um, that's the goal for this year, to be in theaters. Okay, Um. so <clears throat> what's some of the shows that you have done so far so people can go and... Um watch those and um if you want to show the uh, put your social media out so the audience can start following you as well and keep up with starting from okay. the bottom all the way when you make it to the top which you eventually will thank you i appreciate that um so my uh my instagram is i am dramatic and it's spelled d-r-a-e-m-a-t-i-c so i am dramatic that's my instagram facebook i i'm on it it's it's Andre Sullivan, uh, A N D R A E Sullivan. Um, that's pretty much all the social media I have. Um, uh, some shows that I've been on. Uh, I've been on. I've been on a few other podcasts. Um, Crack the Cold One with the Boys. Uh, did a po uh, did a podcast with them. I've been on. Uh, I did some Buzzfeed uh, little short shorts. I've done. Um, homecoming uh, all-american homecoming um i think that shows on netflix um i was kind of i was i was a extra in that mm -hmm. um but that's that's pretty much uh and i've done a few uh commercials and stuff uh or helping other people out um some private movies as far as like they have like low budget movies but but still it's just to get my experience up um so Nothing too big yet, actually. Nothing too big yet. Um, it's just about the the progression and, and accomplishments for now, and see where that that goes for me. Um, I'm not trying to put a cap or a limit on my, you know, my, my possible progression. So, so, what caused your career change? Like, what was the passion behind changing career path? So this is this is a whole nother story, but I think I got enough time for it. Um, so long story short, um, I was in Qatar at the time. Um, 
and I have been there during the pandemic. And they told me I was there for a year already. So, and I have a, I had at the time my son was uh, four. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually three. So I got there in like 2019 and I ended up not leaving until 2021. I was only supposed to be there for a year. I ended up having to stay an extra year because of COVID. And I was like, man, I don't want to be away from my family. Uh, I lost my father. It's the only time I got to come back to see my son because of the loss of my father. So I um, flew out the family. Uh, we all met, got to see my son. It was, you know, three and then happened to leave a week after. It's not, it's not the same, you know, and I still had a good seven, eight months, or probably like six months left overseas. Well, like, you know what? I don't want to be away from my, my, my son anymore. So I'll figure it out. I'll get out there and I'm going to figure out life, you know? Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I got out of the military. The, um, the uh, career change actually came from actually came from um, my sister. My sister went through a very tragical moment um, when I got back. Um, and she has a testimony. Uh, maybe one day we can talk about it. Uh, I got to get her, you know, okay to do so. But she actually inspired me to um, do acting because she wants to be an actress. And I told her, I said, hey, yo, sis, if you, if you want to do this, this is the time to do it. You can focus on you now. And you have a reason to get it done now. And she's like, she asked me what I do it with her. And I said, yes. And ever since, we've been doing a little, little, you know, extra work together. And then from there, I was like, I really like this. I think I could get used to doing this, you know. So ever since, I've kind of been pushing myself to do more and more. So it started as of uh, let me support my sis, and it transpired that you actually like it and you're actually passionate about it. So that's that's, that's cool. Yeah, yep, that's definitely how it went, and um, from there it just it's been growing, you know, um, day by day, week by week, month by month, and slowly, you know, as long as I do some type of progression every month, I'm okay with where I'm at or I'm at at the end of the year. Um, but I got to grind, you know, so like last year I did a lot, I met a lot of people and, and 2021 was my first, no, 2022 was my first year, um, being exposed to this. So last year was my first year to even get into acting. So I ended up, um, doing some shows some big time shows. Um, and I ended up meeting a lot of people. I also do executive protection. So I was, you know, at all the award shows with all uh, you know, the success and stuff like that. I got to see a lot of people and kind of tap in with them and pick their brains and try to get some, some knowledge. So I, I spoke to a lot of my, uh, my, uh, childhood, uh, motivational, like, t- like role models. Right. Uh, so I got to see a lot of people, you know, I got to meet, uh, Idris Alba. I got to meet, uh, well, a lot of like people you probably wouldn't even, even know. I guess, but I, I got to see Viola Davis. I met her husband. Um, I was gonna see uh, P. Diddy, uh, but I just seen a lot of people that I knew had a story, and I was like, "Hey, so what? You know, what what drove you? What's the drive? What's the what's the mentality you have here?" And they they spoke with me, and they, you know, this is something that I really am uh, thankful for uh, to to have. So I've been kind of going at it ever since well, i'm happy for you bro and i hope that you can only become more successful from um this career path and that you actually get hit your target and uh they know the year or you actually are in a good um movie that a lot of people supports so you know i, I will support your movie and um i'm here um, i appreciate it. call away I really appreciate that. Thank you for your support. Thank you for um, having me today on your, on your podcast. You know, uh, I just, I just really, I, 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 from what you told me uh, the other day when we were talking about, you know, you, you thought or you felt that I would at least, you know, be some type of success um, with, with specific things. And I was like, man, people do see me in a different light as though I feel in myself, like, obviously I have a bigger vision, but mm-hmm. people see a little bit of that in me already. And I, and that really like motivated me when you told me that. So I, I really got motivated when you, when you, uh, 
inspired. I got inspired. I don't, I don't use motivation. Motivation is bullshit. Um, <laughs> Sounds like army okay. terms. Say again? Sounds like army terms. You need to get yeah. motivated. Mm. No, motivation is temporary. You, know, you need something that's going to drive you. Motivation will last for maybe 30 minutes or something, and then it's gone. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. You know, you don't need no temporary, no temporary uh, pump. You, you need... Uh, a lifelong pump, something that's going to continue to to help you grow. And things that do that are um, children, you know, um, uh, support, you know, and your own and your own uh, mental, you know, discipline. So those are some things that I really have been trying to build up on uh, as I grow as as a man, as a father, as an actor, as a brother, you know, as a friend. Yeah, bro. Um... I mean, I always love talking to you on the phone. As always, um, you get something from the conversations we be having. Um, but I know you're going to be successful. It's a matter of time as when it's going to happen. I know sometimes it feels like, uh, why is it not happening now? But only God knows, and he always has a great plan for all of us. But it was great having um, to do this podcast with you today, and I really appreciate that. Thank you so much again, uh, Anna, for having me. Uh, hopefully we can do this uh, again sometime. Like, I'm just a call away, know. bro. When